Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Kyle and Paris. <laughs> In the meantime, that time. That's a little much, but oh hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Anywho, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle. Because it's the new year, and it's the first time me saying it, so I'm going to say it. Muscle. The number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, with both your feet, y'all, and a vehicle to drive your goals, like what that? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. <laughs> Chocolate like ice Mac cream. Mack through the ice cream. <laughs> yes, indeedly do. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now, hey, hey, y'all. And now, and now, hey, y'all. Let's talk. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Can hello, I hello. say that's all right? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> that's all right. Crikey. Uh, <laughs> well, you know it's 2018. We're gonna have to come up with another accent because I think we pretty much dedicated half of 2017 to the Aussies. So we're gonna have to work yeah. on something else. Give us a lot of love, <laughs> a lot of love from Aussie. They do give us a lot of love. They do give us a lot of love, um, no doubt. But you know, sometimes we gotta switch that up just a little bit. Every now and again. So if if we can come up with another one, maybe we can just mix it in there and, and not replace the Australian hey, like, accent altogether. So, I guess I so how about back. that? O'Kellen. Nothing to wrong O'Kellen. with the O'Kellen. To the O'Kellen. <laughs> Nothing the wrong with O'Kellen. the O'Patterson. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, there we go. We'll work on that. Actually, I should say I'll work on that. Kaylin has the accents down pat. I'm the one that's a little lacking in every category there. So I'll I'll see what I can do. I will practice on that. So what up, <laughs> Listener Land fam? So we are finally getting around to our top 10 countdown for 2017. How excited are you? I know we're super excited, so hopefully you are feeling the same. But before we get there, I have a couple of announcements. Just a couple, Kaylin. Is that okay if we hit those here? Okay. All right. So for all of my NANBFers and uh, IPEers, um, mostly NANBFers, current and um, hopefully you newbies out there that are thinking about jumping in, if you plan on um, joining with the NANBF organization, they have new membership fees and entry fees this year that they have rolled out. So wanted to call that to everyone's attention in the event that you haven't seen the messages rolling around. And if you want those details, uh, check out their website. They will have them in full, um, all full information there. But I believe their new membership fee um, is now $75. Plus there is a processing fee that goes along with that. Um, And it's minimal. Um, Show entry fee is now $75, and then the crossover fee is $60. So kind of keep that in mind as you're planning your budgets along with your competitive season, but that is new and different, so we don't want you caught off guard. 
And so tonight, we are going to be unveiling our first five of our top ten. So we are going to be talking about the most sought-after, most listened-to interviews, number 10 through 6 tonight. But then we're going to be covering uh, numbers 5 through 1 on Thursday. But I hope you've been remembering that we've been trying to announce the past couple of shows that our Thursday show is going to start at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time instead of 7, because at 7 o'clock we're going to be on with our sister podcaster, and uh, Melinda, and uh, we're going to be on her Fit Talk show to also talk about her 2017 countdown. So we've got a little cross participation going there. So P4P Real Talk will be at 6 p.m. this Thursday, and then we'll be on Fit Talk with Melinda at 7 p.m. So you have a chance to uh, hear from both of us back to back. So mark your calendars for that. And then one last thing, I don't know if I shared with you guys, and I don't even think I shared with Kaylin, but I got the results back for my first test judging experience, and I passed. What do you guys think about that? So one test <laughs> judging down and two more to go. So I'm almost there. I'm almost there in the NGA network, but so far so good. Um, so, yeah, so I was kind of excited about that. And I believe, Kaylin, you completed that process last year, didn't you? Did you get three shows yes. test judged uh, successfully yes. under your belt? So now you're official, right? I'm official. I'm ready. Amen I'm to ready. that. <laughs> SpongeBob would say. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about um, judges and judging and the process to become a judge. And now Kaylin has successfully completed that process, and I'm on my way through it. So, you know, we're looking forward to 2018 and uh, what that brings from both ends of the spectrum. So that's what I got. KP, you have anything extra to add? Yes, yes, I do. I, I just want everyone to know that it is if you truly have a passion and care and concern for the shows and the competition, it's a tough spot to be, but I would rather someone be there that really wants to do it right than someone that is just there filling the seat. Because, you know, this is the old guard that I think has been inhibiting the sport is that people that don't take it seriously enough to justify being in that seat. That seat carries a lot of weight. The show can't really be a successful show if people aren't placed in their correct positions. So please keep that in mind. It's not an easy thing. It's incredibly stressful, and it should be. And there's a lot of work that – there's a lot of homework that goes into the criteria – for the different organizations and what they expect. I would rather be held accountable for doing it right than basically winging it and doing it wrong and a competitor that fits the criteria for the organization they're competing in not win because I didn't judge them according to that criteria. So it's a, it's a big, heavy seat that you have to sit in when you do it, but I would say anyone that truly wants to compete should know the criteria they're competing in, and it's a big, big leap in life when you learn what is expected other than what you think is first place, because a lot of times they don't match up. And there you have it, folks. So if there is anyone out there who's interested in becoming a judge, I encourage you to check it out and go through the process and be involved. And 
you just, as Kaylin said, if you have a passion for the sport and, uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to be on the stage to have a passion for the sport and be a judge. Andrea Castillo is a great example of that. She's been a guest, um, a veteran guest on our show several times, very knowledgeable, um, and she is a phenomenal judge as well. So, you know, just put that passion to work and, uh, and we would love to see you out there as well. So with that, okay. that's our little PSA can I add that for today. You, go? Nope. you can add um, that. If, if you do want to get better at what you're doing, you have to position yourself around the best. And I know Andrea Castillo is one of those that really puts in her money to make sure that that show runs correctly. And she does her homework. And if you want to learn the ins and outs of judging correctly, uh, find out from her. I mean, she's easy to message. She's easy to get in touch with. And she does shoot from the hip with her responses. She's not going to sugarcoat it. And uh, if you're screwing somebody over, she's going to let you know. And if you're doing doing well, she's going to let you know. So, uh, you know, I'll just pass it back to theirs. But I did want to want to throw that out there. Awesome. Very good. So with that being said, um, a couple things here. Belinda, hey, Happy New Year to you. Thanks for the Happy New Year shout out. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. 2017 was great and 2018, um, we're excited about that as well. And just to kind of put things into perspective, we had 107 shows the airwaves in 2017. And I wow. think, Kaylin, that's got to be our largest number yet. I remember in our early years, because we're so old, <laughs> we're just going into our <laughs> third year. But <laughs> those first couple of years, you know, we were stretching to get to 100. And then when we hit 100 shows, we were so excited that we hit 100 shows. And this year, we've hit 107 shows. So, <laughs> So excited about that. That's awesome. We'll see if we can't keep that momentum going. And so of those 107 shows, we have tallied the top 10 shows of the year that received the most listens. So the shows that garnered the most attention um, and, you know, just resonated with all of you out there in listener land. And so those are the shows that we are going to be um, counting down over the next couple of shows this week, and um, and Kaylin is just sharing with me that we are now over 15,000 listeners, and a big woo-hoo for that. <laughs> I remember last year when it was a big deal when we hit 10,000 listeners, and now we are over 15,000 listeners, so the show is just steadily growing, and that's hats off and kudos to all of you guys out there. So that is super exciting. Let's see what we can do in 2018. And uh, if you have a friend who's interested, do share, do share. And, you know, guys, that's not 15,000 listeners every show. That's a base. But we do average quite a few thousand each show. And that doesn't count, you know, folks that are sitting in a room and listening together because we know that happens too. Um, in the advertising world, that would be called the pass-along rate. But uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> let's, get, let's get to the exciting stuff. We're just happy that you guys are here and that you're listening and that you are uh, engaging us with all of your great questions, and uh, that's what it's really all about, sharing the love for health, wellness, and natural bodybuilding. And we're happy to be doing it with each and every one of you. So with that, drum roll, yeah, yeah. do we have one? <laughs> 
Are you going to make it? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do that again. Do that again. That's what I mean. There we go. So, number 10. Our number 10 show was actually a P4P roll call episode where we had a NGA Pro bodybuilder Matt Morowski and OCR racer oh. Jason Silva. Yeah, check it out. So, uh, Matt, just a quick update on what uh, he's been up to. Um, he is now part of the uh, Attorney General's office in Wyoming. So, no, I know that he was super excited about that. But he was uh, he's still training. Not sure what shows he's got in his future, but um, – He's still in there lifting the weights, pursuing his goals. And for his part of that show, Kaylin, there's a couple of things that stood out to me. One, he was talking about his very first competition experience, and it happened to be one that you two shared at the NGA Titan Classic in Des Moines in June of 2015. And he was just talking about how – you know, helpful you were during that show. He was a newbie, didn't know really what to expect, what was going on, and he just remembers you coaching him and helping him um, on stage even though you were competing against him. And so I remember that being a distinct highlight of that interview. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Yeah, um, that's one of the things for me as a competitor, as a true competitor. I mean, there's people that say they compete, but really, you know, if you got injured, they'd be happy with the win, or if something went wrong and, and you weren't at your best, they'd be happy to get first place. But I'm I'm the person that was raised up with the understanding that if you're going up against someone's best, then you're a winner. If if you come out in first place, that means you did exactly what you were supposed to, just like they did. And that's true competition, you know, best going up against the best. And it's something Dad and I talk about a lot because it's it's true competition, and that's where you find how to improve. If you're winning off of somebody else's failure, then you're not winning. And I, I, I know there's people out there that say, you know, a win's a win. But for me, if if it's not in the spirit of competition, then, I, I mean, for this is from a personal standpoint. I don't think God's in it for me. And, you know, if, I, if I'm not, if I'm going up against someone's best and I win, then I thank God for it. But if I go up against someone's failure and I win, then I'm praying for that person. And no one can really celebrate with me because I'm not really celebrating myself. So if, if you're going to do it, you know, I've, I've coached people to help beat me. And I can live with that because they, they should have won. I, I agree with the judges. And, and, you know, when you're on stage, you got a first-hand view of what first place looks like, especially when you when you know the sport. And then when you have people like, like Matt that are trying to do their best and you can see that, then you want them to look good in front of the people that are coming to represent them. So, you know, I don't want anyone to take away any bad experience from the sport because I love it that much. And if it means uh, getting second place because I rightly should have been second place or third place or fourth place or wherever I get placed, it doesn't matter. I'm happy with that because I know I gave my best for that show. And as long as I'm doing that, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So I I want people to love the show. I want people to love competing as much as I do or more because that's how you improve the sport. And there you have it. 
A um, couple other things from that interview, um, if you guys want to check it out, it was on uh, January 12th of 2017, I believe is the date, if you want to check our archives. Um, but he also talks about his battle with weight, bad nutrition, um, dealing with excess skin for being overweight, and to, then to leaning down and how he helped work through that prog- process. And then um, just one other thing that really struck me about his portion of that interview was um, something that he shared, and it was about placing. And he was talking about how he placed his very first show and then how he placed um, and during his first pro debut. And I believe for both of those shows, he had the same exact goal, and he placed exactly the same. And I believe it was last for both shows, but what he said is, and this was his goal for both shows, is that I don't care about how I place. I just want people to look at me and say, he belongs up there on that stage. And that was his perspective. Um, His whole thing was, it really isn't about where the judges place me. Yes, I come to compete. I come to win. But more than that, I just want to look like I belong. And then the rest of it is going to fall into place. That's right. And that's so true. I mean, it's not, it's not, I mean, if I, it's so disappointing to see the person that says this is the end all be all show instead of saying I brought my best and let's see where the cards, you know, laid out with that kind of mindset, you have a chance to do well. If the only view is that you have to win to verify your self-worth and self-image, then there's going to be a lot of disappointment in anything you do because that means everybody has to lose every single time in order for you to feel your best. And that kind of takes away from the whole point of competing if every time, no matter what, you can't lose. I mean, I'm driven to win. I don't think anybody that truly competes is driven to be second place. You know, I can't wait to get that second place trophy on my mantle. I'll be so happy. I've I've never heard anyone say that, or a third or fourth. It's always wanting that first place. But if you go up against somebody that's better and you know it, then that shouldn't be destroying your purse, you know, your self-image and your self-worth. And Matt has balanced that out really well. And he's done a great job of doing that. And I, there's many other competitors that take that same walk and they can basically come back for the next show and the next show. Because I've known competitors that, you know, place uh, third at, at, a, at a show and then come into a big show and place first. So, you know, that mindset, that motivation happens from within. And he's found a good place in his mind and in his heart to do that. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. So that was the first part of our number 10 interview. And then the second part was with elite OCR racer and P4P sponsored athlete, Jason Silva. And if you'll recall, if anyone caught that interview, that uh, he got started on his OCR journey because he wasn't happy, happy with his fitness level at the time. 
And uh, he and his girlfriend were out on a date, and they came across a flyer for the Spartan race. And then he competed in that race. And after the race, he remembers saying to his girlfriend, why would anybody sign up to do this? Why <laughs> just not believe why anyone would put themselves through that. And then he probably went home and signed up for nine more OCR races for that year. And since yes. then, he has competed in more than 50 races, and he's still growing strong, and he is considered, um, you know, among the best of the best. He's constantly improving his ranking in the OCR world, and he was just a lot of fun to talk to. Yes, and, and you know, one of the things that you, you can take back is, you know, his energy and the understanding that I'm not happy and I got to do better. And that was mm-hmm. just one of the forces of that show, and it really uh, kept the listeners involved. I think we laughed more than we expected, and uh, some of people that were basically just turning in, tuning in to the show thought we had kind of lost our minds for a little bit because we just kept laughing and chuckling over each other. And I think we stepped over each other a lot of times in that show because we were basically – enjoying the conversation so much there was something else to add to it (laughs) yeah without a doubt so if you guys want to check out that interview it was uh january 12th and you're going to be looking for matt morowski and jason silva and so number nine drum roll kaylin We actually had a tie for the number nine spot. We had a tie for uh, interviews with uh, Dr. Peter Fitzen and Wesley Hamilton. So, Kaylin, I don't believe I was available for your interview with Dr. Peter. So why don't you give us highlights of that show? Well, you know, um, for uh, one of the biggest things that and I have been trying to do is get rid, I mean, totally annihilate, demolish bro science. Because that's there's so much misinformation, and I know people say you can't ever do it, but if you don't try, how will you know? And you can't tell a competitor what they can't do because they're always going to find a way to make it happen. So by telling us it can't happen, guess what? We're going to try even harder, and and you know, let the chips fall where they may. But uh, Dr. Pete was one of those uh, inspirational people that knows his stuff. I mean, he's written books. He's uh, come along. He 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 takes care of his competitors. Uh, he keeps keeps them in the top five, winning depending on how sincere they are with their diets. I mean, as a coach, he does his job. As a nutritionist, he does his job. And as a friend and a human being, he is good at what he does. And that's very vital. That's very important. And his response to the questions. Because I think this is back in the early, earlier part of the year, wasn't it, when uh, we were doing, when we had him on. And a lot of people were competing and weren't placing where they thought they should have. So there was a lot of angst and anger in some of the questions. But he handled them so well. He did what he was supposed to do. And he's basically dealing with the sport in a healthy fashion because it should be about health and fitness, like Dad said in the beginning. And if you go into it, with that mindset, there's no enemy. And that's a beautiful place to be, and he's found that niche, and he's basically carved it out well. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to have him on again because his knowledge is, 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 is 
you know, akin to what Mark South has been doing and how he goes about uh, teaching where he basically involves the person because he cares enough to even want to involve. So, you know, we've, we've got a lot of great a lot of great coaches out there, and Peter is one of them, and he's done an excellent job for the for, for his clients and for his friends and family. He sure has, and he continues to stay active um, across several fronts in natural bodybuilding. Um, I know that he's going to be judging at one of the newer shows that's hitting the natural scene. It's called the uh, Natural Midwest Championships, and that's going to be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, on July 28th. He's going to be a judge for that show. And he's also a sponsor for the uh, P4P Undefeated Natural Body Champ. Natural Bodybuilding Championships, if I can get that all in there. Yep, coming up in August of this year, August 11th. So in Ho-Chunk, the Ho-Chunk Casino in the Wisconsin Dells. So, yeah, so he is uh, not only staying really busy with his clients and just sharing the knowledge that he has, but also uh, showing love on the competition front as a judge and supporter as well. So that's Dr. Peter. And then – the tie for the number nine slot was also Wesley Hamilton. So if you remember Wesley's story, um, he was sharing with us how gun violence basically catapulted him to the place where he is now. Um, He was shot in a drive-by shooting, Um, not even sure who it was, not even sure if it was a full drive-by, but uh, it paralyzed him. And his story goes from... Excuse me, what? I said, I remember that show. I can fill you in if you'd like. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, this was uh, basically an angry ex who was upset with the person he was trying to see. I mean, it wasn't really that he was her on point, but he was just talking to her, and, and the guy was really jealous, really angry. And so he got some friends together, and, yeah, so the drive by happened. Um, like he said, he didn't even plan to go out. It's one of those where it's almost storybook for the bad side, where it sounds like a bad script, and, you know, you don't want to go out. You're really not feeling it, but, hey, you know, you have an interest in the woman, so let's see how it goes. And this is one of those tail ends where it doesn't end well. So, you know, he's a remarkable individual. He's, you know, I mean, granted, he's had to go through what he's gone through and it, it's it's a tough road to be when you when you lose something that's a part of you. And granted, he still has his legs, but he doesn't have the use of them. And that's a challenge for anyone. And then to make that a fitness part of his life and to see some of the things he's done since he's been in the wheelchair is, you know, next to amazing. And his mindset is, is phenomenal. So, you know, Great show if you have a chance to listen. And uh, he reminds me of Roy Koontz when he gets on where he's just so positive and, and so, you know, energetic in what he's doing. You almost forget that he is in a wheelchair because they don't bring that up across on the airwaves. No, they sure don't. So if you do get a chance to go back and catch his interview, and I'll give you the dates from both he and Dr. Peter here in a second, but uh, he walks through his bout with depression and then how he turned that into um, his career, basically, that he has now, also while being a single father going through all of this. So 
Um, he's got his own movement started, um, his nonprofit called Disabled But Not Really. He has vlogs. He's traveling. He's educating. In fact, this past week, he's at what's called a Wadapalooza Fitness Festival. Um, I believe mm-hmm. that was in Miami. And yep, that's an uh, annual. Yep, and he is in New York now. Um, the uh, the fitness festival is an annual celebration and competition. So he was competing there. I know talking about going through several workouts a day, but loving all of it. He's in New York now. Um, but check him out on Facebook. Um, you can find him. His page is called Wesley Hamilton, and uh, just a lot of a lot of information out there. He's in he vlogs vlogs with a V regularly and posts and just keeps everyone abreast of how he's trying to keep individuals motivated, encouraged, and help them on their wellness journey. So, as promised, Dr. Peter Fitson, um, his interview in the archives was on June 15th, so you can look for him there. And then Wesley's interview was on January 19th. So what you're going to see is of all the interviews highlighted in our top ten, they are spread out throughout the year. So I know it's easy to think, well, the interviews in January are going to get the most listens, but that's not necessarily so because we've got some interviews that happened later in the year that made this list. So um, still encourage you, if you didn't hear them the first time around, do go back in the archives and check them out. And so those are the two names in our number nine slot. Yes, Mr. Patterson? We have to take an intermission for a second because uh, Kathy's got a question. I think someone has been listening to the archives and they've made her aware of it. Um, Guys, honestly, uh, Dad and I are very open and honest about a lot of things, and one of the things we're open and honest about is the supplements we take. Uh, We've never made a secret about what we like and what we don't like, and we joke about it, but I really do have a love and a passion for Snickerdoodle, there's no doubt. And uh, one of the things, one of the (laughs) earlier shows we did was about one of the BCAAs. So, yes, Kathy, it does exist, and we did speak against it. Yes, it was a P4P supplement. Um, we didn't agree with the taste. We didn't like uh, it. We didn't care. Yeah. And uh, yep. so if you go back in the archives, if you go back to the earlier shows, I can't remember the day we did it. I think there were about three or four, but we just could not find anything to like about it, and we tried because we had a whole month of dealing with it. So we, 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 we tried to come up with clever ways to make it taste right. It did not go over well with us or anybody else who we shared it with, and we tried sharing it just to get rid of it. And that's not um, why it's discontinued, I think. Yes, but uh, that's not a myth. That's not an urban legend. Yes, Desiree and I both spoke against it, and yes, it was a PPP product. So, Kathy, uh, whoever shared that with you, I, I, I'm not mad at them. I mean, we're not trying to do anything to undercut our own sponsors or our own brand. It just was a bad BCAA. So, you know, thanks for asking that. Uh, thanks for challenging us. I'm not ashamed to put things on the air that we talked about. It, it's not an embarrassment for us. It just didn't taste right for us, and we and we made mention of it, and uh, we hope nobody else had to suffer through it like we did. All right, Des. <laughs> And so what Kaylin is talking about while we're on the subject, because I know there's several of you that are probably wondering, but it was a lemon-flavored BCAA that P4P had put out, and it, I, it just, it, the flavor was just off. 
And, uh, and I think that's probably why they discontinued it. But, uh, you know, Kaylin and I are P for P sponsored, but that's about as far as it goes. We are honest about all of our opinions on everything. Um, just like I have no problem saying I think Snickerdoodle is good. Snickerdoodle is not my favorite. I am not as in love with Snickerdoodle mm. as Kaylin is. But that's not a hit on P for P at all. Um, it is a good tasting product. In fact, my younger sister, that's her favorite flavor. Mine just happens to be chocolate. It's all personal preference. But the one thing Kaylin and I could agree on was that, yeah, the lemon, the lemon BCAs was not happening. I even tried to mix it with um, other flavors of either pre-workout or BCAs just to get it down because I bought it, right? So I wasn't going to waste exactly. it. But it was. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. So anyway, but uh, you know what? I can honestly say I have not tasted any other product from the P4P offering that I did not like. That would have to be the only one. (laughs) That would have to be it. But if something else comes along and we don't like it, you'll hear about it. (laughs) You'll hear about it. So So, with that being said, but... It's not a myth, not an urban legend. It really happens. So Kathy, you know... Challenge them. If you guys think we're saying something that is really scripted, we don't have a script. I, I, I can promise you that. We do not have a script for this show. only thing we have is our opening, and that's basically to, to promote our sponsor, which is P4P. So other than that, we're speaking from the heart and from the hip and answering your questions as best we know how, unless documentation on a question you have and we have to share the documented point of it. So that if you want to call that a script, then, hey, yeah, that's a script. But that's giving you documented evidence, factual statements, truth, information. So we can't just say our opinion and expect you to accept it as fact. So, yeah, we do have to read from a paper. If you want to go that route and be that uh, technical, then, yeah, we, we do it that way. But we're not hiding anything. I, I'll just say that right now. It's, it's out there. It's in the open. And it's who we are, and that's what makes the show worthy of what I think. I think God has blessed us to be able to have this format, and it's been successful for us. There you go. And so, next drum roll, Mr. O'Kellen. <laughs> <laughs> Why, is there, Why is there always that pause? I feel like I'm envisioning you having to get here tongue roll ready in order to in order to do the drum roll. So now that we've had it, number eight goes to uh Angelo Pro Yo and Derek Davis when they were on the show talking about their experience competing internationally at the DFAC Worlds. And that was an awesome show. Them just sharing their experience and what it's like to be part of an international stage. Yes. And I'll piggyback that one first because, for me, it was meeting the all-stars. And when you see people that are picked for a show as rather than people showing up trying to compete, you've got winners that are trying to win big. And that's a big format in itself. And then to have an international show and be representing your country that just puts a pause on your day in your life because it's like everything changes. You know, when, 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 when people are chanting USA in the audience, it changes things. You know, you don't, you don't think about that 
know, I don't think anybody that that's getting ready to do a prep is seeing the end game the whole time they're doing it. There's a thought, there's a drive, there's a sacrifice, there's a dedication, and then there's the goal. And I think most of that happens maybe the week prior where you're trying to make sure you don't screw it up and so you get everything lined and then you get on stage and then everything changes. And I wanted uh, – because I, I think a lot of the competitors have done local shows are planning to do a first-time local show, but it's around people they know, they have people that are supporting them, and you get an understanding of how loving natural bodybuilding is. But when you realize the foundation of natural bodybuilding is an international love, and it's an international community, and it's an international mindset of doing well and supporting the people that have suffered and endured like you have. And when I say suffer, I mean suffering a good thing. Because there's plenty of practice that I've done, and I was just tired that day, and I suffered through it. That doesn't mean I hated it. That doesn't mean there was anything wrong with it. That just means it was a tough time getting through that practice that day or whatever, whether it had been life, uh, happenstance, whether it had been friends, suffering, or a death in the family. Anything can come up, and you still find a way to get through. And then you get the culmination of that being an international show, and that is just ginormous, and it's something that you can't really grasp until it gets around you, and you see that American flag and the banners and, and, and the music, and it's just it's just so surreal, but it's so bigger than life, and I, I just enjoyed it, and uh, I know Desiree, uh, Desiree, I'm saying Desiree because she got that overall at the uh, National Southern States Classic, and that's, as you can tell, that's still something I think about, but anywho, um, when Derek and Proyo were there, we all got to experience that. And Rich Feliciano, and there was a couple other Americans that were there, but we were able to come together and represent our country. And that's just so big. It's just so, so very big. And I'm, I'm using words because I'm making fun of somebody. And if anybody knows what I'm talking about, you'll laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that we know, but thanks for letting us, <laughs> cueing us in that there's a little joke going on. Um, but you know, I do agree with what he's saying and the opportunity to represent your country and just share a bond across, you know, the ocean waves is is awesome. And that's I um I don't have a lot of shows that I aspire to compete in because I like so many of them. So my goal is just to try to get to many as I can. But to compete in an international show, I would say that's definitely a goal for me. And that fire was just fanned even more um, during that interview. So, you know, whenever that's going to happen, not quite sure, but that's definitely something that I want to happen before I retire from the sport. And, yep, I did say retire probably from competing at some point, but uh, not from the sport altogether. I still hope to be judging for a long time. But um, this show I digress. is digress. about our top ten. I digress. I dig- <laughs> and there you have it. It happens Big shout out to right? Vicky McCann. Vicky McCann just uh, love to death. My, my sister from another mister, she makes sure that the competitors are well-addressed and well-taken care of. 
at that show at, at the DFAC World. So you know, I can't I can't finish that topic without bringing her up because she does an amazing job. And you know, of course, with her supporters and her uh, people that are with her. So it 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 takes a lot, and they find a way to make it work, and it works well. You guys want to catch that interview? It took place on October 19th. So there you have it. There's one of our later interviews that cracked the top ten. So uh, check out uh, Defect Worlds going international October 19th in the archives, and you can hear um, everything that uh, Angela Yo and Derek Davis had to share about their experience. So Yay. that was number <laughs> number eight. All right, drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> there you have it. All right. So every once in a while, I am prone to have a girl crush. And number seven, um, Misty Weatherford oh, definitely qualifies as one of those. Okay. So let me just say, so this year, if you guys caught her interview, you heard it, five-time pro champ. Five competitions on the pro stage, she swept all five of them, winner of her class and or overall of every competition that she competed in. Um, Ten-time pro champ overall, three-time world champ. I mean, this gal just does not stop. And speaking of not stopping, I mean, she's still going even as we speak because she is teaching – cardio and legs tonight. I think she's got classes until 9 p.m. tonight because she's also a coach for integrity training. So not only is she focused in on her training, but she's leading others to a stronger, um, stronger, 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 stronger everything to better health and wellness is where I wanted to go with that. But just amazing across the board. I mean, amazing bikini competitor. There's not enough good things I can say about her. And she's humble to boot. I mean, really. It, it, you know, um, we, we've seen her quite a few times, and every time it's just it, it's family, and and that's the best way to say it. And you you love people that can just bring you into their life and make you a part of their world, because it takes away from that reluctance to be able to do the same thing when you have that same opportunity. I, I mean, not in her status, not, not in the, at that level, because we're, we're not there yet, but we're working on it. But uh, just to be engaging, like, like Dad said, there's an humbleness that just is it's just so charismatic that you just are drawn in because it's like, yeah, I feel welcome here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not at odds. I'm not, uh, you know, feeling uncomfortable, when you're there, you're expected to be a part of that because that's the the foundation that she's laid. You're out on Facebook. Misty Weatherford, you'll be able to uh, see her training videos that she has on there. She uh, likes to uh, share several motivational posts and um, not sure what's coming on in 2018, but I'm sure we're going to see her and uh, hopefully we'll have her back on again. to share with us how this competition year has been for her. So now that leads us. What? Did we say her name? Why are the listeners asking me? Did we say her name? We did say her name, Misty Weatherford. Yes, I thought we did. Okay, guys, you you guys (laughs) are paying attention. 
Oh, you know what? I may have just been talking so fast in my excitement that it was hard for them to hear. But, yes, Misty Weatherford, number seven on our countdown this year. And you can find her interview in the archives on October 5th. So you can check her out there. So another one that uh, took place later in the year and still cracked the top ten, and for good reason. So October 5th, Misty Weatherford, number eight, and now – actually, number seven, sorry. I'm getting I'm getting behind myself. Um, number seven, and so for our final interview for tonight, number six, drum roll. <laughs> I think I just keep asking for the drum roll because I get a kick out of it. I don't know, but uh, we can't. If we give one interviewer a drum roll, I think we kind of have to give them all a drum roll, right? So our number six is. Someone uh, near and dear to our hearts, Chad Adamovich with P4P Muscle, number six. I believe we had him on the show sharing his personal training secrets, um, strength training secrets. And I think we were talking about hypertrophy training then. And uh, he's still talking about hypertrophy training now with uh, Coach's Corner. So if you haven't been able to uh, catch those, you're going on to check out the uh, P4P Signature Series Facebook page, and you'll be able to find all of that information there. He has uh, regular posts, and he's going to be continuing that through the year. But uh, just a lot of good information, a lot of great questions on that show. Our listeners were very engaged. Um, You guys are asking great questions on all of our shows, but this one in particular, just a lot of good questions about strength training and how to do things correctly. And that is one area that uh, Chad excels, and he's also very big into science. So again, you know, trying to uh, smash bro science off of the face of the earth Chad is another great resource to come at you with actual recent science that supports hey everything that he talks about. <laughs> I said, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> so anyway, um, just a really good show. Oh, it, it, with good information, you got to appreciate it. And with somebody who, that's passionate about what they're doing, they really research the information they're going to share because not only does it basically fall upon their self-image and their identity, it's also with with value and concern for the person that's listening. And I think a lot of times we overlook that because there's so many people giving out information, especially in this new age of uh, social media. I mean, there's been, I mean, I think there's been over 3,000 sites now that have been found to just put out anything just to see if people will take it up and make it the truth in their own mind. And that's frightening when you think about it, that there's people out there that are just willing to damage people's trust to take away the value of information and to sometimes to destroy how much input people are really willing to take because the information is so bad and so uh, so destructive in how it goes about being relayed to others. And, you know, Chad, uh, 
Peter, uh, Mark, all these guys got to fight through all of that bad information and still have the passion to want to do it. And that's something in itself. And, you know, we've got plenty of great, great people out there. But just think about that sometimes when they have to fight through all the crap, the mud, the muck, just to get to ground level to where you even want to listen because so many people have uh, broken that trust for the people that, that, that really want that information but are so damaged in the process of trying to get to it. So, you know, hats off, guys, and, and thanks so much. And, Chad, Mr. Apple Pie, thank you for being <laughs> our, our our go-to guy in the P4P uh, crew. Definitely, without a doubt. And, you know, that's one thing that Kaylin and I hope to continue to do is to bring more resources to you that are science-based, that have a lot of experience under their belt, and they're just continuing to grow in knowledge and share that with those people around them. So, you know, looking to have the folks back that we know are proven and tried and true, but also always open to keeping our eyes and ear open for others out there in the community that are doing the same thing. Because really, you can't have too many good resources. With all of the the false and fake ones out there, you know, the more resources that we can share with you guys to help you become stronger in the things that you're doing, you know, the better the community is going to be as a whole. So we definitely hope to do that. Um, And so there you have it, folks. We have um, interviews 10 through 6, and we are going to be counting down the next five on this Thursday. But before we go, um, a couple of uh, comments here we want to uh, share. So Carla says, great job on the video promo for the upcoming year. Do we plan to do any more? And the answer to that is yes. Um, (laughs) We're definitely looking to uh, be more creative in the things that we do and upping our game. So thank you, uh, Carla, and we're glad that you enjoyed it. Um, And as with all things, if there's something that you like that we're doing, let us know, because if you like it, then that's something we should be doing more of. So if we get consensus over uh, several of you out there that something is working well, those are the things that we want to (laughs) come. Mark South, hey, Kaylin, he says, good drum roll, sir, nearly as good as your singing. Hey, when are we going to hear some more opera singing from you anyway? Maybe Thursday? Can you have a little piece prepared for us for our final five? <laughs> I can't see. I'm laughing. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah we'll, we'll do something uh, Thursday. Uh, for anybody that tunes in early, you'll get some of my singing. How's that? That incentive and motivation. There you uh, go. There you go. If if that's not motivation, I do not know what is. Um, and then we have a, a listener question here. Um, Mark is wanting to know, what was my personal competitive highlight for the year? So what was Desiree's personal competitive highlight for the year? And, you know, I definitely have to say um, – I would have to say the Natural Southern States Classic because I don't know how you go into a show and 
win overall and not call that a highlight. I mean, that was just an amazing experience um, and feeling. But you know what? Really, all of the shows I competed in, I took away something from each and every one. Um, it was all learning. But, I, you know, one thing for sure that was really special about that show, um, two shows in total stand out for me. One was from the uh, 2016 season and the one was from the 2017 season. And those are the shows that I was able to um, take my kids to. So Minnesota Mayhem in 2016 was the first show my girls were ever able to attend in my four years then of competing. And then the Natural Southern States Classic was the first show that my son was able to attend and actually see what it is that I do, and the madness behind my uh, mania. And what's exciting about that also is that, you know, my son has actually traveled with me to a couple of different shows, and now he has a goal to compete in the physique category, which I'm very excited for him about that, not because necessarily that he wants to compete, but that he has health and wellness goals for his life that he's pursuing and that he wants to go after. So, um, you know, those those would have to be my two highlights over the last over the last year and a half or so. Um, Andrea Kalen, for the both of us, Andrea is asking, where are we going to be this year? And that's a good uh, question because hurt. we're going to try and be as many places as we can. But um, I know we are definitely going to try and hit. Um, Heart of America um, coming up in May, um, Joe Perez's show, Chi-Town Showdown, um, definitely any of the shows that are occurring in the Midwest, particularly in Iowa and Illinois. We're going to try and hit as many of those as we can. And we may possibly be heading back out to the East Coast this year. Yes. And also Casey, we have- in the Kansas and the Missouri oh. area as well. Yes, uh, we 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 want to make sure we have confirmation before we put that information out there. So the two that we mentioned are the two we definitely will be. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Australian universe is staying with us. Would love, we'll have- would love to be at the Australian universe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but one show that, for sure, one show for sure that you know we are going to be at, in addition to the two that I just mentioned, is in Wisconsin Dells, August 11th, the P for P undefeated oh. Natural Bodybuilding Championships. There, we that is a given, especially since I'm going to be emceeing and Kaylin's going to be see? there knocking down the interviews. So that one for sure. Yes. And also, there's going to be a show in Bradley, Illinois, my hometown, uh, close to where I was uh, raised up. So, you know, we've we've got those pretty much set in stone. And then the rest of them, like I said, we're we're working on making sure we have confirmation to make sure we it, it's doable because there's nothing worse than promoting and not getting out there. Because I know we had a big issue some years back where promoters were promoting their shows. And if they didn't get what they wanted or get what they liked, they would drop the show. And the competitor that had planned for it would feel so left out because it's like, well, what say do they have in that? And I, that's something I've always taken kind of personally 
that you don't talk about something if you can't do it. I beat myself up, Desiree, I tell you about that, when I couldn't make it to the places that I had committed to, and it really kicks me in my butt, and I do get hard on myself, and I feel I should be, because if I'm not showing up to the places I'm saying, then I'm not a man of my word. So that's something that we both take uh, to heart, we both take personally, and we, we both take it in all seriousness. And it's not just thrown out there willy-nilly like, yeah, we'll be there. We actually have that biggest intent to do it. And if something comes up where we can't, it really kicks us in the butt when we can't do it. Yep, for sure. For sure. And we may not always be able to be at every show together. There will probably be some shows that we have to cover individually, but our goal, as always, is just to highlight as many of our native friends. Stop stop the sand emoji. Stop it. Stop the sad emoji. Cover as many of our natty friends as we can. But, uh, you know, whether we're coming a show together or apart, you know what? It's still Team Awesome. We're still Team Awesome, and that's what it's all about. So next question, Andrea is also asking, does P4P Real Talk have actual social media pages? And um, you know what? We have... Um, we don't actually have our own dedicated social media outlets. Um, we are part of the P4P Entertainment Facebook page. That's where we regularly post all of our shows that are coming up. Um, we post to our personal pages on Facebook. Um, Midwest Muscle has a YouTube page that we post videos to regularly. Um, but beyond that, no, we don't have our own uh, Twitter account or IG account solely dedicated to P4P Real Talk. So if that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. I mean, we want to be where you guys are, and if any of those social media platforms are um, your go-tos and you check them more regularly, um, we're happy to put the information out there if it's helpful to us, uh, helpful to us, helpful to you. So just let us know. There you go. Yeah. And there you go. And so – we are down to our last couple minutes of the show, so you have plenty of time to give your snickerdoodle shout-out. I'm going to take these last couple of minutes, Ned. i got to piggyback that. i got to take it, okay? Okay, you just sit back it. and relax. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. Here's one of the things that, uh, you know, a lot of people have been going to the archives. We have a lot of, a lot of new listeners to P4P Real Talk, but uh, that's not, <laughs> we go at it quite a few times, but it's all in fun. And, you know, I thank God for, and a lot of times it sounds like she's picking, but it's only because I egged her on to, before the show starts, and, and I pick on her before we, we go live. So, you know, we're basically <laughs> getting the rundown of the show and, 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 you know, making sure the guest is there and, Make any questions they might have before the show. And and we, we go back and forth quite a bit. So Des has never picked on me. She's never uh, made me the uh, the butt of her jokes. And if it is, it's all in good humor. And I, I, I've known her uh, enough years to where I know where her heart's coming from. So, you know, I, I, I make it seem like she's picking on me just because it's basically like, Mom, she's sticking on me. When you know that she's really not, so you know it's it's all in fun and it's all in good humor. So no, she doesn't pick on me. It's it's just something we've been doing for years, and we're quite comfortable in it. So you know, 
I'll just leave that right there. And uh, so please don't misinterpret what's going on. It's a lot of fun. We 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 enjoy the time we get, and I thank God for it. So I'll just leave it at that. And Des, uh, I'll hand it back to you. All right. So with that, I'll say it. Snicker Doodle is Snicker Poodle. And behalf of myself, Kaylin, and the boys from P4P Muscles, your body is a temple, so let's build it. With Snickerdoodle.